Hello and welcome. My name is Bree, and I want to thank you for listening to Wedigawan. This is a weekly podcast that you can find on all podcast treatment platforms. I'll be discussing topics like career, pop culture, relationships, and more. It's a place where you can come and get your weekly dose of cultured experience. It's free to listen. So what are you waiting for? Hello, 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 and hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wedigwan. How are you guys doing today? If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And if you are a recurring listener and OG, thank you as well for coming back and listening to your girl. Now, I am recording this a couple minutes before I'm supposed to launch it. And the reason is because I told you guys that I would be reviewing The Crown. Now, The Crown came out yesterday on Netflix. So I've only gotten through five episodes out of ten. So I will be reviewing those episodes with you guys today. So before we go ahead and dive into that, let's dive into a segment that I do, which is what has me feeling good and what has me feeling some type of way. So let's go ahead and get into that. All right. So what has me feeling some type of way is this season of The Crown, but I will get into that later. And what has me feeling good is three things. First things first, my daughter decided to come up with this bright idea. She was like, mom, since you're into your spirituality and stuff, and I've been reading up some things. She was like, why don't we not eat anything during the day of Thanksgiving until night? She was like, we can't have any snacks, no food, just water. She said um, she read that it clears your mind. Now, my 14-year-old daughter is telling me this, you guys. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, We just have to ask the males of the house because we all know they love to eat. So um, she haven't asked my husband yet, but she asked her um, brother. And of course, him being him was like, uh, could I at least have a snack? And she was like, no, the only thing you could do is drink water. We won't eat anything until maybe 5 or 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. So he was like, Okay, fine. So that has me feeling good. I mean, my daughter is, she's becoming more and more like me. She don't want to admit it, but I see it. So I'm all giggly and smiling inside, but yeah. And then the second thing is um, my son's birthday is coming up at the end of this month, right around Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving, I should say. And if you guys don't know, I am a theme mother. I love doing themes for my kid's birthday. I've always done different themes. And he is turning 12 years old this year. I can't believe it. But in my head, I'm still thinking I'm going to throw him a theme birthday party. So... It was maybe two weeks ago, we were at Party City looking for some Halloween decorations. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what theme I should go with this year for his birthday. And my daughter gave me this look. She was like, 
huh? She was like, mom, he's turning 12. I was like, and she was like, no, you cannot throw him a theme birthday anymore. He's getting older. I was like, really? She was like, yes, if you were supposed to throw me a theme birthday party, I would run up, run out of the house crying and screaming. I was like, are you serious? She was like, yes, he's getting older. I was like, in my head, I'm like, you're so right, but I don't want to admit it. So she gave me this idea. She was like, he's all into this D&D. So get him that for his gift. Invite some of his friends over. Have um, whatever they want to eat. Have ice cream. Have cake. And that's it. I was like, dang it, you're right. So I told my son about the plans and he was like, yeah, that's cool. I was like, dang it. So it just goes to show you sometimes kids know more than you and sometimes they know exactly what they want. But we as parents try to go above and beyond that. And sometimes it's just like, no, just give them exactly what they want. Listen to them and all will be well. You don't have to stress at yourself trying to um, do this, try to do that. Sometimes they just want simplicity. So that's that. And then the third thing that has me feeling good. If you guys are listening to this episode, then you will be the first to know that one of my manifestations have come through. I'm somewhat into fashion, not fully into it, but I love fashion. And so a couple months ago, I was um, writing down my goals and I was like, I really want to be an ambassador for a clothing company um, just to put my, get my foot wet and just like express myself more when it comes to the clothes that I wear. So I applied to this one company and I completely forgot about it. And today is what? Thursday. So on Monday, I was checking my email and I saw that they accepted my application to be an ambassador for them. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I was like, I really forgot that I applied. So I will be an ambassador for this company called Pink Lily. So if you guys follow me on Instagram and Facebook or even TikTok, you'll start seeing um, me wearing some clothes from their company um, and just putting myself out there more and more. So I'm really, really excited about that. I'm very happy for that. I'm very grateful and thankful. So yes, now without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right. So like I said, I've only made it through five episodes. They're about an hour long for each episode. So Yes, I will. This will be a two-part series. Um, I will try my best to have the second part up by the weekend. Um, I will let you guys know exactly when. But yes, so I will probably dive into or give you guys a little bit of background for every episode because a lot went on. Okay, it's an hour long. So. 
let's start off first. The first episode is um, the queen, of course. She's getting older and she had her routine physical and the doctor um, told her that her weight went up a little bit and she was astonished. She was like, I haven't changed anything. And um, the doctor told her like, yeah, it's normal as we get older, the weight is, um, it takes longer for you to lose the weight. So she made herself a goal to lose, I think maybe it's half a pound. I'm not sure. They did in um, their measurement system over there. So I'm not sure, but she gave herself a goal of losing some weight. And then it jumped right into Charles still seeing um, Camilla. Irks my nerves. So yes, but um, the monarchy decided for Charles and Diana to have a second honeymoon so they could... um, so the world could feel at ease and know that, yeah, everything is great. They're not going to have, they're not getting the divorce. So they went to Italy. And at first, it was going pretty well until Charles had a, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He had an obligation that he couldn't get away from. So that just spiraled into him and Diana having an argument and um she basically told him that hey we came to an agreement and you're breaking this agreement and so on and so on then it moved on to um queen elizabeth when she first became queen they um built this like royal ship royal yacht and she named it Britannia and then fast forward to her being elderly now so of course the ship slash yacht is also old and breaking down and um so she went to well not she went but she had a meeting with the prime minister and just told the prime minister like hey the ship is breaking down. I need you guys to fix this. And um, I kind of understand where she was coming from, but I also understand where he was coming from because he was like, the country's in a economic crisis right now. And the last prime minister gave, I guess, the monarchy a budget. And so... For her asking him for the country to pay for this lavish um, fixing of a ship isn't right. But then she was also saying like, hey, I've never asked for anything since becoming um, queen. So I would hope that in the event that I do ask for something, it wouldn't be... Uh, question it would just be um yes like yes I'll do this no question asked um so yeah that's basically what the first episode was then the second episode is um 
Uh, what's his name? Uh, la, 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 la. The husband of the queen. I forgot. Prince Philip. There we go. Um, he loved doing polo, but of course, him getting um, old as well. He constantly hurt himself or hurt himself a few times. So he stopped doing that. And then he started doing carriage riding, which I had no idea that was a sport. I mean, carriage riding. I don't know. But yeah, that's a sport. So he picked that up. He was all into that. And um, uh, fast forward to his God son child died of cancer and the mom of the child who died was grieving and so prince philip um tried well kind of helped her into getting through the grieving process with having her come up with a um a hobby that could like get her mind off losing her daughter so that brought them closer together with their love for carriage riding and then fast forward into um, this reporter. It's weird. When you look at these shows, you could see that this, like a person will become something major later on in the show. Because they kept focusing on this one guy. And I was like, who is this guy? So anyway, he was a reporter and he wanted to do a book on Diana about her story and how's it been being in the royal family and all that. And at first she was um, hesitant, but then she decided to go ahead and do it. And she noticed while she was on the phone talking to one of her friends, there was somebody listening on the other line. And um, yeah, she just found that very... Uh, I guess eerie that somebody was listening in on her conversations. Like she didn't have any privacy whatsoever. So fast forward, um, they had a middleman. So the author would give the middleman the questions that he wanted Diana to answer. And then Diana would record herself answering it and then give it back to the middleman who will give it back to the author. So of course we all know the monarchy isn't going to let anything uh, weird or not weird, but um, anything detrimental come out that could affect the crown. So the author's house got trashed. Um, the middleman who is Diana's friend got hit by a car, but thank God he wasn't injured. And then, of course, Prince Philip. He found out that the book was coming out and that Diana had a role in it. Um, so, of course, him being like the grandfather went over to Diana, gave her a stern talk and was like, hey, bottom line is you can't do anything that would cause us losing this power. You got to give your undivided um, dedication to the crown, no matter what, it's all about the crown, 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 crown. And um, also, the author wanted Diana to have complete deniability. So he told um, the middleman to tell Diana to give him a list of friends so 
he could say that, hey, I talked to these people, not Diana. And that moment right there really showed that she didn't have as many friends as we think because she gave a list of people as her friends to the author, but it was all specialists. Like her, um, she had an astrologer, which I think was awesome. She had an um, osteopath. She had a quite other few specialists that she um, titled as her friends. So that was basically the second um, episode. The third episode is um, they focused on Dodie, which ended up being uh, Princess Diana's boyfriend before they tragically died. So it went back to Egypt where um, Dodie's dad was basically poor. Um, and one day he was selling Coca-Cola and then he saw um, the king who abdicated. And he was like, oh my gosh. From that moment, I was he thought like, I want to have power. I want to be notice I want to be recognized. So I believe he married into wealth and then he had his son Dodie. And then from there, he did everything he can to get as close to the queen as possible. And they play that entire thing out in this episode. It started from him and it really didn't show exactly where, well, yeah, I think he was married. He married into wealth because his wife family were wealthy. Um, but other than that, they really didn't go into exactly how he met, he made his money, but, um, yeah, he ended up, uh, buying the Ritz hotel in France because I guess the hotel was going through some trouble. So he came in and he saved that. And then from there, he, um, so there was this one scene, he was at the Ritz hotel. It was like a grand reopening and they had this black server there and Dodie's dad, Mumu, that's his nickname, um, wanted to get rid of the server, the black server. He was like, cause this isn't the kind of look I'm looking for. So anyway, Dodie went over to the server, told him that he had to go. But towards, I guess, the end of the night, Dodie told his dad, like, okay, I did what you asked me to do. But just so you know, I really like this guy. And this guy was the valet driver of the king. What's his name? The king who abdicated. I think it was Edward. King Edward. And then so Dodie's dad, Mumu, was like, really? So light bulb went off and then he um, he invited the guy, the black server, whose name was Sidney, I believe, Sidney Johnson, who was Bahamian, um, to his house and was like, did you really work for the king? And then Sidney told him like, yes. And you know what? Mumu asked him, he was like, could you show me 
how it is to be a British, like basically. And at first I thought in my head, I thought Sydney would have been like, no, you kicked me out your hotel. But Sydney, he was very nice. He was like, um, yes. So, because basically King Edward taught Sydney how to do everything. So Sydney in turn taught Mumu how basically to act like a British. And so from there, he, um, he, what else did he do? He bought this famous clothing company, um, him, Mumu and his son, Dodi, they were in the film industry. They backed this one, um, movie Chariots of Fire, which won an Oscar. So that made Muhammad name even more popular. And then from there, um, Sydney got the call that um, the king's wife had died. And so the house that they lived in in France was a rut. So Muhammad was like, ding, ding, ding. What way closer to get to the queen than to fix his place up? So he spent a gigantic amount of money over the span of three years just to fix his house up. And to basically get closer to the queen. Um, and so the queen recognized that. And I guess invited him to a polo match. But the queen didn't sit next to him. But sent Princess Diana over to him. And of course Princess Diana being the down to earth um, woman that she was. Sparked up a conversation with uh, Mumu. And then... From there, Dodie came over in one scene and they met briefly, but then he walked away. And the end of that episode, it showed Dodie went back, uh, like glanced back over at Princess Diana. And that was it for the end of that episode. Now for episode four and five, it is basically everyone around the queen was getting divorced. You were talking about um, her son, uh, Prince Andrew, I believe. He wanted to get a divorce. Um, her daughter, Princess Anne, she got a divorce. And then, of course, the main one, Prince Charles, um, I guess the queen finally realized, like, this really isn't working. I'm trying my best to make you guys stick it out. But yeah, so they finally, Princess Charles and Princess Diana finally separated. And not to mention this juicy part um, before all this, um, Prince Charles called Camilla's house and Camilla's husband answered the phone. And um, I don't know if he knew that they were having an affair or whatever. But anyway, she went upstairs, answered the phone, and they talked for hours and hours and end. And it turned into explicit conversation, which was being heard by this um, reporter. And they held on to that tape on because they didn't want to ruin the marriage. But when the word came out that they were getting separated, they released that recording and everybody read it and... Yeah, so Camilla ended up leaving her husband. 
of course, Princess Ch Prince Charles and Princess Diana, they separated. So um, I think that's when Camilla moved in with Prince Charles. And then, yeah, but the um, main part that got to me was two things. Queen, the Queen Elizabeth, she acknowledged that um, this one specific year of her um, her being the monarch was rough. Like you had all the divorces, all this going on. And she was like, you know what? I'm human too. My family has sacrificed a lot for me to be in this position. And she basically thanked them for their sacrifice. And that was good because um, in one scene, the queen's mom didn't want her to do that. She was like, no, we don't do that. But Prince Philip put her in her place and was like, no, after all Queen Elizabeth did for you guys and for this country, she can say whatever she want to say. So I was proud of that. And then the other part was um, the queen's sister, Princess Margaret. She was like, you denied me the love of my life, even though that um, I wouldn't even be remotely close to being on the throne. And then here you are doing the same thing with your daughter, because I guess the queen didn't want her daughter to get um, divorced. And I totally understand that. I was like, the only person you need to worry about is Prince Charles and his family, because they ultimately will be the one that's going on the throne. So I really didn't get why she didn't let Margaret marry, um, what was his name? Peter. I really didn't understand that because like she said, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't even be close to being on the throne. So why not let her live her life? So I think that was the moment when Queen Elizabeth was like, you know what? You're right. I don't need to care about, well, not care in the sense like I don't love them, but I can't force them to be in a situation where they're not happy. And at the end of the day, they're not jeopardizing the throne. It is just Prince Charles and his sightings. So, um, yeah, that was a very major part. And what? else um I think that is oh and it also made me think like if the queen wasn't going to be the queen would she and prince Philip still be together as long as they did it had me thinking about that because they went through some tough times and I was like they're just sticking together because at the end of the day she's the queen and that would look terrible but yeah so that's basically the five episodes i've watched so far um i'm gonna try to watch the five episodes as soon as possible and get out this part two for you guys hopefully by saturday um but yeah uh if you guys want to go ahead and watch it i promise just that you do it is very whew, it is eye-opening. It will have you screaming at the TV. It would have you almost on the verge of crying. But this season is giving T. 
tea on top of tea on top of tea. So, that is all I have for you guys today. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Please share this episode with your friends, with your co-workers, whoever have you. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I love you all so much and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye.